Hi, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It's day four of the Kyushu Basho. We're going to give you all the news. My name's Amy. I'm here with Dave. And how is the weather today in Fukuoka? Well, we have, we've had a lot of people uh, texting in and asking. I can tell you that it's 19 degrees Celsius, 66 degrees Fahrenheit when they kicked off uh, Makushita. No, but, sorry, Makuchi today. That's pretty much what it was in Australia. It was a lovely day. Yeah, it was in a Melbourne, lovely day. It was, it was the same, wasn't Australia. it? Australia. The what, whole of Australia. And what was your jumper status? Yeah, well, I started off with a jumper, but then I went for a walk and it was quite sunny, sat out in the backyard for a little bit and I took it off. Is jumper an Australian thing? It might be, actually. So we, we're talking about a sweater. Uh, well, a sweat a sweater is the like a windsheeter, like um, not knitted, but I but would I, call knitted a jumper. What I do think, you call knitted? I think windsheeters are Australia too, Australian yeah, wind too. windsheeter might be Australian. What do you guys call like long sleeve tops? <laughs> that keep you warm. Ones. Like woolen ones. What do you call a woolen jumper overseas? It's probably jumper. I thought jumper was an Australian thing. Jumper is an Australian thing. Jumper, Jumper jumper is American. (laughs) I've never heard an American say jumper unless it was about an Olympic athlete. (laughs) And how high it was. You said there was a mild breeze. That's good for if you've had a hot day at Sumo. Absolutely. Which uh, Akasiyama did. He won today. And in Makushita, that is. And Ryuden won yesterday. So both of those ex-Makuchi, now Makushita guys, moved to two and zero. And someone else we're keeping an eye on is Tomokaze, old mate who picked up his second win at Makushita 37 against Yuki, which uh, is a little bit sad. Named after our cat, took his inspiration from. Right, okay. I I wasn't um, sure which way it worked. Mm, Yeah, okay. mm. No, definitely that way around. (laughs) And... uh, Tomokaze, yeah, he's um, used to be Makuchi. He sat out for seven basho after a right knee injury in uh, November 2019. But I was a big fan of him. It feels like fan. it feels like such a long time ago. It does. He had such a rapid rise to the top division, and then that injury obviously uh, stopped all of that. So. I'm looking forward to seeing him come back. Mm. If you're struggling to place him, you might know him as the really good piano player. I don't want to mention that every time, but sometimes you might know him as that. And <laughs> he's on the way back up. Why don't you want to mention that? Oh, I feel like I kind of typify him by that and always say it. Oh, okay. And yeah, look, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a broad way of describing him. Yeah, old fast fingers, Tom Everyone Kaze. does. Everyone does it. <laughs> And we're not everyone. Let's move on to Jurio. A couple of bouts caught our eye today. Enho took on the much bigger Yago today, but was able to exploit his speed advantage. To keep Yago guessing, Enho 3-1 now. Uh, Yago 1-3. and three. Yeah, he was really fast and really strong against a much bigger Yago. I mean, Yago obviously slower. So as you said, he could take advantage of his speed, but he, he also looked pretty strong. He was giving him a push. He, he certainly was. Now, in a questionable piece of programming, we had both of the 3-0 Jurio Rikishi up against each other mm. today. That was Oho up against Kodoshoho. What do you think of this well, it does feel early, I suppose. I mean, I suppose you take the excitement where you can. So both of those guys, if you had have put them against someone else, they might have lost today. And then you lose the chance at a 3-0 v 3-0. Okay. So maybe yeah, okay. um, the programmers have to take it where they can get it. And I think it was exciting. Gee, I hadn't thought about it from that point I of know, view. I know. I just suddenly thought I, of that. I don't disagree. Hmm. Well, Oho, again, he let the thrusting attacks do the talking. He cleaned up Kodoshoho quite easily here. 
Amonoe was cool. Yeah, this was really surprising. I, I was off, like I'd watched it and sort of was was going to do something in between the bout and then you were like, oh, no, come back, come back. Um, Amonoe. It was a very quick Amonoe though. I think they might have been looking at Orhor's right foot as Kodoshorho went over the bales, but eeh. Yeah, there was, Nothing to see. there was no sign of a, a hair pull no. or anything, and <laughs> Kodoshoho's foot didn't really go anywhere close near the Tawara. So it was quick, Gumbai Dori, and that means that Oho is unbeaten. Great stuff. Yeah, so Kodoshoho, that's his first loss, and um, it was a good win, so he can still hold his head high. It was a good win to Oho, I mean. He's the sole leader now. Of Jiro 40. On three, we have Ichiyamamoto Kodoshoho, Daishoho, Azamaru Enho, which is great news for him, and Hakuyozan and Kodokuzan. Let's move on to the top division. Yep. And first bout of Makuchi is Aqua versus Shohozan. It was a bit of a strange touchy eye to start. They took a while to go, but then suddenly Shohozan sprung out and slapped against Aqua. It was a fight for position, but Aqua grabbed an overarm grip on Shohozan's Mawashi. And despite Shohozan's own Morizashi, he Aqua was able to throw him down with the hold. I thought this was great sumo from Aqua today, decisive and strong. On the other hand, can we just give Shohozan some wins? Yeah, yeah. Please? He's not quite able still to fight the way that we've seen him get success in the the past, the fast-paced slapping and brawling. Yeah, and not in the same way he's been performing in Jurio. I know it's early days in this basho, Mm. but he has been fighting around his rank. Mm. These are the days when he should be picking up the wins. But today, Akua prevailed. He's two and two, Shahorzan one and three. Up next, we had Jurio visited Diamami. Should have been first bout of the day, but anyway. Yeah. Up against Sadunumi. It was an even touchy eye. They both met solidly and worked on trying to get that single hand belt grip, which they both landed. But Sadunumi was able to jump Daimami back with that belt grip and flick him down to the dirt. And Iwata Dashinage win for Sadunumi. And he's 4 0. Confident sumo from him. It was a closer one for him tonight, but I still think he knew exactly what he was trying to do and pulled it off well. There's no strut from him yet. He's not really a strut guy. He's not really a punch the punch the air guy. He's not, but is Maigashira 16 the new Maigashira 17? Yeah, and you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Well, he did have a satisfied face at least. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's no main feat to get to 4-0 on day four. Diamami, on the other hand, at Jurio 2. So he's worked his way back up the top of uh, Jurio after falling down and he's 0-4. and four. It's a funny old game, Sumo. No good. <laughs> Kaisei, he's Magashira 17, and today he was up against Arby, but Arby was unstoppable. Just at the moment, nobody can figure out what to do against him. There's nothing particularly different or flash, but Kaisei was the latest to be stumped by the, the never-ending Noroa. He did okay, I thought. He stood firm. He knocked Arby's away, uh, arms away a couple of times. He got in a few pushes of his own, which was a good... Um, a good start or a good middle of this bout. But again, Abby's timing was was really good. Well, I feel like we're talking about Abby's opponents like we're talking about Terunofuji's yeah. opponents. As yeah. in, what did they do in their loss that we can draw a positive from? And you're right, Kaisei, he did have some positives, but it doesn't change the result. Abby finds himself at four and zero. Kaisei, one and three. 
Kagiyaki up next against Mr. Sumo, Chiyomaru. Chiyomaru opened with high attacks, but Kagiyaki shrugged them off and went to work. Chiyomaru retreated and continued retreating for the remainder of this bout. Kagiyaki was chasing, Chiyomaru was dancing around the doyo, but Kagiyaki eventually caught up and pushed Chiyomaru over the bales, Tsukidashi. Yeah, this starts the first of three bouts where both opponents come in at one and two. And day four, we've talked about this before, it's actually quite a crucial day because you would much, much rather go two, two than one, three. And it's like more of a difference. It ends up being more of a difference than just one win. We don't really want to get into the philosophical slash mathematical differences between (laughs) uh, one and three and two and two. Not right now. It's more than one point, though. Exactly right. Mm, that's that's what we'll say about it. And so, Kagiyaki, he's it's it's just a great thing to move to two and two. He should be very happy at this point. Finally, his style works for him in Kyushu. He did Kyushu. He did have one other win against Yutakiyama on day two, but today was a, a true showing of his sumo. The big man chasing Mr. Sumo unrelentingly around the ring and pulling off that win. So as we said, Kagiyaki, he's two and two, Chiyomaru one and three. Yutakiyama and Chionokuni also both coming into this bout at one and two. They met okay at the touchy eye, but almost immediately Chionokuni's feet slipped backwards or his his body fell forwards and he was on the danger angle. Yutakiyama recognised it and immediately got him down, Hadikikomi, and I think it was a mistake in positioning from Chionokuni. I agree. It was very obvious seeing the feet slip out from undering after that uh, initial charge. So Yutakiyama, he goes to 2-2. Two, two. Yep. Uh, Chiyonokuni on one and three. The next bout of the day was Kodnawaka uh, and Ishiura, which brings to the end the, what are we calling it? The Ishiro-Nihaipocalypse mm-hmm. of day four Kyushu. Ishiura chose to meet Kodnawaka straight on, which I was impressed by. Ishiura found the belt, but Kodnawaka was not easy to move. Kodnawaka, he was looking to find the back of the belt, couldn't find it, so opted for the upper body grip on Ishiura. But here, Ishiura shot his leg inside Kodnawaka's, causing Kodnawaka to stumble. Ishiura, he saw his chance here. He pushed forward and forced Kodnawaka over the bales. Yorikiri. Ishiro is is famously fit (laughs) and I think his muscle came in real handy here because he was really able to hold himself firm and steady as Kodnawaka tried to throw him down at the end. A really decisive move from him off the touchy eye. The belt hold was great. The leg work. It was great sumo, I thought, from Ishiro and Kodnawaka just got a bit overpowered. He's fighting with great confidence, Ishiro. Yeah, it was a good... Good bout. I feel like we contrast that to his effort yesterday where he slipped around the side. You called it a henker. I called it something different that wasn't a henker. <laughs> call the whole thing off. <laughs> but today going straight at Kodnawaka, it was, it was good to see this uh, variation in his sumo. And he moves to two and two, Kodnawaka one and three. Hokuto Fuji up next against Teretsuyoshi. We thought that this might get a little wild and it did. Teretsuyoshi, a little skip to his right at the touchy eye. You commented that you thought this was a really good idea to start off the bout. Well, I said a few things about this bout that didn't quite (laughs) (laughs) pan out. I thought this was going to be a murder. Of Teretsuyoshi. Yeah. So, but you said that it was a good idea for him to not meet Hokuto Fuji head on at the touchy eye because Hokuto Fuji is such a steamroller at the moment. Is that why? I said that and I couldn't agree with myself more. (laughs) 
<laughs> so then there was a lot of frantic pushing and thrusting. Hokuto Fuji very committed to the pull down, but Teretsuyoshi not giving him the opportunity eventually. Can you believe it? It wasn't a murder, it was a lockup. <laughs> Each with a hand on the belt, breathing really hard. Teretsuyoshi tried to initiate with a leg kick. I think it was worth trying, but it did get him a little bit off balance. And Hokuto Fuji didn't need a second invitation, especially not nowadays, to push Teretsuyoshi out. Uh, Oshidashi. But it was a long bout, over one minute. Yeah, it was a minute 35, oh, okay. apparently. Strategic, considered, clever. These aren't words that you normally associate with Hokuto Fuji. And I say that respectfully. Yeah. It's not normally what he relies yeah, on. I guess but you're right. I think this was quite a cerebral bout from him today. I was very, very impressed at the way he handled that smaller opponent. And he's 4 0 now. He is. I have to say, from my side, I thought it was really good work from Teretsuyoshi as well, oh, actually. Here we go. <laughs> because during this, he tried the Noroa. He went for chest pushes against Hokuto Fuji. And they, I mean, they. Didn't bounce off him. No, they did not. He tried to pull Hokuto Fuji forward with the arm. So I was impressed with the way he met up to, stood up to Hokuto Fuji and didn't get pushed over really quickly. But mm. yeah, let's move the focus back to, he's 2-2. Two, two. Please. Let's move the focus back to Hokuto Fuji on 4-0. I noticed after this bout in my peripheral vision, some swirling. Oh, uh, and, a, and a, uh, a noise like. Yeah, like a. A sucking, sucking sound. <laughs> That's all I want to say for now. But I, well, like if I try to look around, I can't see anything. Ah. But, but just in my peripheral vision, like a galaxy swirling. Oh, you're so good at resisting it. Oh, well, <laughs> let's see. One more win. I don't think I will. Hokuto Fuji 4-0. And as you said, Teretsuyoshi 2-2. Two two. Aoyama up next against Chiyotaryu. Chiyotaryu's touchy eye was good. He stood Aoyama up with his opening attacks, then pulled hard, sending Aoyama to the dirt. Aoyama got Aoyamad. He absolutely did. He wasn't watching or he wasn't ready for it. It was a bit of a surprise for him and a bit of a surprise for us, I suppose. Um, but a clever move from Chiyotaryu. Their head-to-head -head record now is 13-8, so that's one clawed back from Chiyotaryu. And it's uh, Aoyama's first loss. Did I say that before? Ah, oh, no. It's his first loss. He is 3-1, Chiyotaryu 2-2. Two two. Kotoeko up against Hidnumi. What can he do? Can he get his first win today? Kotoeko got into a great position, I thought. The arms on the inside. He forced Hidnumi back to the edge, just needed to get him over. But Hidnumi, he's, maybe it's the Umi in his name, but like Sadnumi, he's so good at um, doing things on the edge. And here what he did was just slowly, slowly step himself round. He found a bit of room. He pivoted. Kotoeko was forced to drop to one knee. That's out, son. Yep, you are out. Zero four. It's like Kotoeko's forgotten how to win. Yeah. And and he doesn't mind a losing streak, Kotoeko. I, I went back through his record. I think he minds. <laughs> uh, well, you know what I mean. Like in the last two years, he's had two, two wins, 13 losses. First at Maegashira 13, then at Maegashira 4. Right. I mean, I think he's a bit like on Osho in the, in the fact that once he starts losing, he keeps losing. Mm. But come on, we've waited two years by we, I mean Kyushu yes. and myself. I've waited two years to see you win some in front of your home crowd. Yeah, it's a little bit disappointing not to have him find a whole lot of um, enthusiasm and uh, inspiration in the home crowd. Um, disappointing, I'm sure, too, for the spectators. And hopefully he can pick up some wins from here. Hidden Umi with that win moves to two and two.
The next bout of the day was Ura up against Tobizaru. And before this bout kicked off, we had a look at the first time they met. It was back in 2015. They were both in Sundame yeah, from Sundame. memory. Yep. Long hair. Long hair. Very exciting stuff. But you could see the ricochet they were going to become. Yeah. Their bout was very, you could see both their styles. Yeah, couldn't you? They kept it low. Their arms were flailing. They were sort of both bent over at the waist and, and pushing each other away, heads touching. Yeah. And what we got today between Ura and Tobizaru was almost a carbon copy of that bout that we saw. Both approach low and carefully, tentatively attacking without overcommitting. Tobizaru, he pushed hard on Ura though here before pulling down equally hard and sent Ura tumbling to the dirt. Yep, Ura's first loss, a very well-timed pull-down from Tobizaru. We'll put the 2015 bout up on our socials. I won't give away who won that one, um, but Tobizaru winning today and, yeah, handing Ura his first loss. Ura is 3-1, and one. Tobizaru clawing back another win. He's 2-2. Two and two. Chiyoshoma up against Tamawashi. Tamawashi just did not want a bar of this. He copped a slap to the face from Chiyoshoma at the touchy eye, but then he hauled him around by the arm to the Tawara, applied a Noroa, and despite a bit of a fight back from Chiyoshoma, he stepped aside and came at, at Tamawashi from the side. Tamawashi was able to shove Chiyoshoma into the crowd, maybe just upholding a little bit of uh, Mongolian reputation there. Absolutely. It was strong and agile sumo from Tamawashi today. That win takes him to three and one. Chiyoshoma, that's his first loss. He's on the same score, three and one. And he was, uh, he was flexing his arm a little bit, Chiyoshoma. I thought maybe he'd injured his, his right arm in the fall. We'll keep an eye on that tomorrow. The next bout of the day was Takiyasu up against uh, the winless Shimano Umi. It was a very dynamic opening here. Takiyasu obviously listens to the podcast. Uh, he wanted to finish <laughs> this one quickly. We have been talking a lot recently about how he just likes to lock up and let the bout play out over quite a long time. But it looked like he wanted to finish this one quickly. He had Shimano Umi on the bales up on the bales, but just couldn't finish him off. Did you see the replay of Shimonumi's effort here? Yeah, he was literally standing on the top of the Tawara and just stepped to the side and then the side again and moved his hips and slipped away. Unbelievable uh, fight from Shimonumi there. They worked their way uh, back into the middle. Shimonumi's uh, mawashi was completely destroyed. Yeah, it was hanging down at the front. Yeah, well, the Sagari was resting on uh, Takiyasu's elbow for part of the time here. And yeah, the front was completely unrolled. Uh, and then they locked up. Yep. <laughs> and I got really stressed when they did, because this is the third day in a row that Takiyasu's found himself in this position. It was a little bit different. The others have been body to body. This one was really arm to arm with the heads touching. So it was a bit different. Um, it was different in the fact that Takiyasu was busy early and then fell back into the lockup. Whereas mm. I felt the other days he was looking to do that quite early on. They did uh, break that lock up briefly, but then they locked up again. And this time we've, we've gone past the two minute mark here and we went past the three minute mark. Yeah, I think both... each time it was Shimonoumi who, <laughs> Shimonoumi initiated quite a few times, but Takiyasu was able to shut it down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they were breathing very, very hard yeah. here. The poor old Gyoji was yelling hakioi, but couldn't get them going. Eventually though, Takiyasu slipped a hand on the belt and quickly threw Shimano Umi to the dirt. Three minutes, 33. 
Unbelievable. Yep, a very, very long bout. And another long one for Takiyasu. We were wondering what the longest one rikishi in one basho has been on the doyo for. Yeah. How many minutes and seconds? Look, I had a quick poke around sumo DB. Couldn't get the career to work for me. <laughs> uh, look, I wonder whether at this point uh, Takiyasu should look at some kind of, uh, how would you say, like brand partnership with oh, um, stamina products. Exactly. Or like Duracell batteries. You know, you could swing the shot around. There's two Duracell batteries in his back or something yeah. like that. Or men's vitamins. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or you know. <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> Pocari <laughs> yeah, yeah. sweat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Gatorade. Definitely. <laughs> anyway, a great win for Takiyasu. He's three and one. Shimonoumi is still looking for a win. Zero yes. and four. He looked, he had slightly more um, aggression and uh, enthusiasm about him today. So hopefully a win for him tomorrow. Hoshoryu came up next against Endo and they had a big stare off before this. Took a while to go down. Endo went down first. Hoshoryu was really taking his time. At the touch eye, Endo got a hold on Hoshoryu's left arm, hugged it, locked it up and was able to drag Hoshoryu around the dojo. Eventually they slid to a halt, but Endo kept the attack attack coming, getting his left hand on the back of Hoshoryu's belt. And then basically he tried to throw, but Hoshoryu tried to counter throw. So Endo just basically took all of that pull and fell down, crushed Hoshoryu down when he tried to get himself out of the hold. It was a really good bout. Great sumo. Again, I thought there were so many good bouts tonight. I completely agree. We were treated today. I just think it was Endo's insistence on finding that belt grip that might have been the mm. difference here. He just didn't let up. He knew that's how, what that was his win condition. Yeah, uh, and found it eventually. Yeah, he's always keen for it, isn't he? And he he can kind of come at it from any angle. Of course, he has his preferred holds, but uh, loves the front of the belt. But he he was looking for this, and he found it at the opportune moment. <laughs> Hoshoryu again looking frustrated with himself, yeah. just not finding his rhythm. This basho so far, he's one and three, endo two and two. Up next, we had Okunumi and Takarafuji. It was an easier day at the office for the businessman, Takarafuji, as he found Okunumi's belt very early and slid him across the doyo and over the bales, Yorikiri. Another uh, two coming into this bout at one and two. And Takarafuji, he knows the value of a two-two, was able to take advantage of that that pretty quickly, getting that grip while keeping Okunumi off his own belt, which was uh, very some required some very quick movement of the hips from the big guy, Takara Fuji. They fought each other 27 times now. Yikes. What's the head to head? It's 11-16 to Takara Fuji. Oh, okay. Wow. He's just got to slide up a hand there. Yeah, and it's a added long to it history. Today. Very long history. Okunumi, he's one and three. And Magashira four, Takara Fuji two and two. Takanosho, Magashira two stepped up next against Komasubi Kirabiyama, who is winless so far. And today... Day one, Takanosho was back, whirling arms and flash movement straight away up in Kiribayama's business and then absolutely launched himself at Kiribayama's chest and pushed him back and out with a whole lot of force. It was wild, wasn't it? Yeah. It looks better from Takanosho when he does that, when he takes control and when he moves quicker and more decisively. Completely agree. I, I think it was the speed that beat Kiribayama today. Yeah, I'm not sure he expected him to come out like that because the Previous two days, he's looked a little bit like his slower, more defensive self. But this is the the Takanosha we know and love. This is the Sekiwake style that got him there. Takanosha now two and two. Shin Komasubi, 
Kirubiyama on zero and four now. Yeah, look, it can happen. It can happen. <laughs> New Sanyaku, nervous, feels a whole lot of pressure. Sure. Doesn't win. Doesn't win. The next bout of the day was Sekiwake Mitakumi up against Komasubi Ichinojo. I would say this was close, but I think Ichinojo had the better touch eye. But Mitakumi quickly reversed their position and forced Ichinojo back to, to the Tawara. Ichinojo managed to wander them back towards the middle of the doyo, but Mitakumi attacked again and this time sent Ichinojo over the bales Oshidashi. Ichinojo wasn't at his fastest today, but I did think he came out well as well. I mm. thought he got the better touch here. Um, it was a good recovery from them, from Mitakumi, because he was moved backwards quite quickly. Um, but he looks good at the moment at receiving force, like taking agree. slaps and hits. He sort of just closes his eyes and takes it for a bit, gets out of the way, finds himself a position where he's comfortable to attack. And then he uses his sort of nuggety strength, I guess I'd call it, to, to come back. And it was successful. That's exactly right. I think that's been a real feature of his previous three bouts is that he doesn't feel he needs to win it at the touchy eye. Mm. Uh, and it's working out for him. 4-0. Yep. 4-0. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it too. I like it very much. <laughs> Komasubi Ichinojo is 2-2. Two and two. Miyogiryu was up next against Sekiwake Meisei. We were highlighting this bout yesterday because it was a repeat of day 15 in September where Meisei won and uh, crushed Miyogiryu's chances of a Yusho. A possible Yusho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meisei today also looked very strong. Two shoves off the touchy eye aimed at Miyogiryu's neck. And the second time Miyogiryu tried to bounce back, Meisei vacated the premises and slapped Miyogiryu down. A very precise execution of Meisei's moves. Yeah, I completely agree. It was the accuracy of Meisei's Norawa throat attacks that I think won this for mm. him. Uh, really kept Miyogiryu's head back. He's looking good, Sekiwake Meisei. Yeah, he's won the last five bouts against Miyogiryu head to wow, head. Wow, interesting. So, yeah, he um, he does have the, the upper hand there. But I thought, I mean, he can be quite wild, Meisei, with his attacks. And today it just looked slightly more controlled, which is if he can do both of those, I think that's that's a good sign for him. Exactly right. Miyogiryu uh, goes into day five on the same score. He's two and two. Well, up next, we have Ozeki Shodai up against Wakataka Kage. Shodai met the Wakataka Kage touchy eye well, but then exploded. As he was moving forward, he was looking for that front belt grip. And while he didn't find it, he was still bodying Wakataka Kage back over the doyo. Wakataka Kage, he was trying to step back, but he just ran out of room, was forced over the bales. Oshidashi. Shodai makes it an even 3-3. Three, three. Between them. And I thought this was a surprisingly easy win to Shodai. He came forward well. I was surprised. Yeah. It it seemed a little bit too easy to me. Yeah. He's beaten Wakataka Kage twice in a row now after um, Wakataka Kage had beaten him a few times. So, I mean, it, again, he was stood up at the touchy eye and he doesn't really worry about that. He was just able to I keep he, coming forward. He stands himself up. Yeah. He likes it. Yeah. His preferred method, but Wakataka Kage hasn't quite shown the fire that we'd like from him at Magashira One. He's in a tricky position, like um, at Komasubi, you know, fight a whole lot of good guys. Yeah, exactly. But if he wants to be a good guy, he needs to fight them all yep. and do well. He's one and three, and Shodai Ozeki Shodai three and one. Daisho <laughs> against Takakesho 
Ozeki Takakesho. And there's a lot of colour and movement in this bout. Takakesho was forced to work a little bit harder today. He was stood up at the Tachiai by Daesho and his furious slaps. And then a big jump to the side from Daesho to try to get himself some space and slap, slap Takakesho down nearly led to his defeat because Takakesho was so good, or is so good at the moment, at watching and following these moves. And he came back at Daesho. There was one more evasive attempt from Daesho, but then Takakesho flipped the tables and shoved Daesho down instead from a side angle. I got the feeling that Takakesho was in control of this bout. And it was Daesho who had to respond. Yeah. But the thing that I came away with is going, I feel that that rhythm is back for Takakesho. Yep. Those thrusts are landing in quick succession. Although it doesn't look like it's happening quickly, they're devastating when they start to get rolling. Uh, and even Daesho couldn't do much against it today. Takakesho is looking in great Ozeki form. He's 4 0. Yeah, he sure is. Daesho. <laughs> I feel like I've said this so many times. He's working hard. He's yep. not finding the wins. But if Maegashira won, you know that uh, first week's going to be tough work. He's one and three. Both Maegashira won, one and three. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the final bout of the day. Yokozuna, Terunofuji up against Maegashira 2 on North Shore. And, you know, you don't feel great these days when you see a ricochet you really like going up against Terunofuji. <laughs> but, but before this bout, I think you said just go straight at him. Just go straight. And he Give it did, a go. He did that on Osho, went hard and straight at Terunofuji. He defended his belt valiantly, but Terunofuji just waited out this uh, initial enthusiasm and eventually uh, walked on Osho out. Yeah, well, there's a, a couple of ways you lose to Terunofuji, definitely. One is the, the belt grip and the other is getting your arms locked up when you go forward and you don't get them out quick enough. That happened to an Osho today. But I was still really proud of him. I, I thought it was great work that he went forward um, he needs to do more, obviously, but um, at least he, you know, put his head it, down and gave it a shot. It was a great effort. And I think that touchy eye was so positive. Mm. And, and he did seem to unsettle Terunofuji a bit in the opening second or two. <laughs> yeah. And look, that's that's a great effort these days. Yeah. Terunofuji is always so careful about watching what's going to happen. Totally. He? totally. he seems to see everything. He's like om omniscient. He that's just, word, he, he just doesn't need to overcommit. You know, he, he is very careful because he yeah. just, he doesn't need to win it straight away. Mm. He's happy when he's either got the belt or, or the arms. He knows how to win from there. Mm. But good on you on Osho. I was yep. proud. Yep. He's 0-4. We'll see how he goes from here. But Terunofuji, he's 4-0. Now that means he is in the leader pack, unbeaten. And he is with Takakesho, Mitakeumi, Hokutafuji, Abi and Sadanaumi. And on three wins, Shodai, Takayasu, Tamawashi, Ura, Chiyoshoma and Aoyama. Wow. That's a great group of four zero rikishi. Why don't we have a look at I who have they've over got? to a dinner party. <laughs> Let's have a look at who they've got tomorrow. We'll start at the top. Terunofuji takes on Takanosho. They have a 4-4 record. Oh. So Takanosho knows what to do there. Takakesho takes on Myogiryu. Mm-hmm. But it's 13-1 Takakesho's way. Mitakumi takes on Wakatakakage. I've got to go way down the bottom of the uh, Torakumi to see Hokuto Fuji take on Chiyotaryu. Yep. Abi takes on Akua in the first bout of the day. And Sadanumi takes on Chiyonokuni. Okay. So I think we'll probably see that 4-0 pack thin tomorrow. Look, you did say that uh, Miyogiryu has a 1-13 record against Takakesho, but that one win was in September. Uh, 
Yep. So <laughs> maybe he's consider himself a chance. There. Okay, <laughs> let's have a look. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi today. We'll be here to bring you all the action from day five from the Kyushu Basho. We'll see you then. Bye.